What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Catching Fire. I'm your host, Jake Stevens, and today we have a big podcast, big one. Uh, we are joined, and, and that's pretty literally, too. We're joined with uh, one of the best offensive linemen in the country right now. Uh, I'm talking about Chattanooga's very own McClendon Curtis. Uh, he's having a, off to another big year, had a great year last year. Uh, really humble guy, glad to catch up with him. And you know what? He makes me kind of feel like uh, feel like I'm an honorary honorary offensive lineman. Offensive linemen are the boys. Uh, it was good to catch up with him, and he had a lot of cool stuff. So excited to bring that one to you. Uh, at the end of this podcast, once again, we got the boys uh, joined with Raven Cam. Um, we'll we'll just catch up. We'll catch up. It's what we do best. Uh, it's just me and the boys catching up. So uh, as always, follow us on the socials. Uh, Jake Steven Zero. Follow Rave. Follow Cam. Find him on Twitter. Um, leave us that five-star review, all that good stuff, and let's get right to it. So without further ado, here's the McClendon-Curtis interview. All right, joining me today, this is a big one, this is a big podcast, excited for this one. Uh, we have a stud here for uh, the UTC football team, offensive, line, offensive lineman, McClendon-Curtis. What's going on, brother? Oh, man, not much. Uh, just finishing the day, doing a little bit of homework here and there, oh. you know. Getting ready for uh, rivalry week? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> you can't miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm excited, man. Yeah, it's a good one. How is how is like preparing for uh, for the week, like for a Saturday game? What's that? What's your like week look like? Um, you know, usually starting the Monday. Uh, pretty much do a little bit of um, preparing for what they have defensively as offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of like a light Monday practice, and then Tuesday, uh, the tempo of practice picks up pretty quickly yep. from a Monday to Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday still kind of same high intensity, cleaning it up. The more of the game plan, and Thursdays, you know, supposed to be really clean and making sure all the mistakes we made from Wednesday is cleaned up before right. we get the road on Friday. Got you, got you. And then uh, what about Saturday morning? Y'all do like a walkthrough or something, or just preparing for the game, or what's what's that look like? Yeah, we uh, do a little bit of walkthrough. Uh, even on Friday, when you get to the hotel, you do a walkthrough. And uh, just meet with the coach. Yeah, watches some film, making sure you got, it. got all the little mistakes and everything, you know, love any it. questions clear, man. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited, man. It's going to be a good one. Be, I'm going to be tuned in. I've been up in a couple games watching y'all, so I'm excited for you. But you know, kind of take me back, uh, you know, let's go back to, you know, early – you know, little McClendon, if, if there was ever that, kind of running around on the football field. How did you first get introduced to the game of football and kind of what made you fall in love with it? Um, a guy from my church uh, had my mom put me in football. Um, my mom is not a person that really probably wanted me to play football, even to this day. I mean, I, she she loves that I play, but she's ready to jump on the field. To, you know, anybody <laughs> trying to hit me hard, too hard, she think. So, um uh, <laughs> That's how I got introduced to it here in uh, one of the little league uh, recs, uh, recreation right. centers here. So yeah, just just been doing it, been loving it ever since, huh? Yeah, I didn't understand it for the most part at first. I was just out there, you know. And as I got older, I was like, dang, you know, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I kind of like this. I was a little chunky. I was a little chunky, <laughs> chunky, and then so you know, you get tired with all the running. So you know, one thing I kind of found interesting is I'm you know reading through. Through all your accolades, there's one that sticks out to me the most. So you're, I read that you're a letterman in basketball. Yeah. At Central High School, is this right? Yeah. You I hoop a little bit? 
Yeah, I hoop a little bit, man. You know, did my thing. Went to state three years in a row. Um, couldn't get to the championship, but I mean, hey, you get to go to state and uh, play against some of the best in the state. You know, so it's tough, man. It's tough. Multi-sport athlete. Did you did you play basketball all four years of high school or? Uh, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Started there, yeah. So yeah. I didn't really get, um, I guess the whole Letterman thing. So I think I was a junior, yeah, my yeah. junior year, and then uh, you know, we thought I was gonna be a basketball player. I thought I was gonna go all the way with basketball, <laughs> but you know, somebody was like, you know, you'd be better off with football. Stick with football. So take me through that recruiting process a little bit here. You know, I'm sure you had some other schools reaching out to you at the time. Uh, you know, what kind of made you want to stay here? Because you're from Chattanooga. What kind of made you want to stay home? Uh, family, man. I have mm -hmm. my family, my church family, all my people who uh, support me and come see me play. They come every Saturday. They got they're free. I mean, my mama comes regardless, but mostly everybody else does too. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, when I first got the UTC offer, which is kind of funny, I said, I'm not going there. Yeah. Uh, said I wasn't going to go. And I had a... Uh, thought I was going to go to App State. I had the offer for App State and some other bigger schools like Georgia Southern and Ohio. Mm -hmm. But um, I was just like, let me just stay here. I, I got to see the city from the other side of it. Believe it or not, living here all my life, I never really went downtown. I've always like traveled and everything, and I never had a chance to just experience downtown Chattanooga. And uh, that's what kind of made me stay too, family and uh, being in a whole different world. It feels like a whole different world when you're on the Really? A little square of campus, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Did you did you ever go to Chattanooga football games growing up or anything like that? Uh, I didn't go until um, I don't know. Well, I maybe went once in my life because nobody really like the marketing. I guess wasn't that mm -hmm. big of a deal during that time. Like the marketing now seems to be better than it was then. Right, right. So um, I think we I didn't really know about. It. I mean, I played on right. that field. I played on that field in Little League, but besides that, we didn't know nothing about the mocks for real. That's crazy. It's such a different play. That's crazy, man. Um, so I want to talk to you about, so I was looking through the stats and like your first three years, probably I would say typical kind of, you know, freshman, you sit out and you're coming in, you play a little bit, you play a little bit. But looks like your 2020-21 season, you made like a huge jump. You went from, you know, starting a couple games here and there to now all of a sudden you're like a first team all conference SoCon guy. What what did that off season look like? How were you able to stay so focused and just how were you able to make that jump? Uh, I will say that um, I think that's the year Coach Wrightham came in. Um, my coach then gave me an opportunity. Um, I've always been a kid that works hard, does you know everything that you ask me, I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think when it rolled around, one I worked with Cole Strange. I don't know if you heard of yep. Cole Strange. But Cole Strange is one of the guys that took me under his wing and uh, just he was like, you're going to work out with me. So until he left here, I worked out with him. But um, literally, like that camp year, I did not talk to my family. When camp come around, my mom, my dad, nobody, everybody thought something happened. And um, on my, I think the only day I talked to somebody was on my off day. I was just like, I'm locked in on camp. I wanted to be able to play. I wanted to give myself a chance and uh, just – just being so focused on the, your goal or where you want to be at. I had kind of little goals for myself. Uh, sounds funny, but when we, when we play, like they used to throw the stars' faces up there. And I was like, I want to do that. And then I want to be on that. And then the next step was, all right, 
I want to get a uh, all SOCON accolade. That's yep. next up, you know, build it step by step. And so here we are, you know, still focused and just, I guess, is at a bigger, bigger role being the team captain yep. now. So. Just building on it. What uh, what were you able to take away from Cole? For for those people that don't know, he was a uh, you know offense offensive lineman, uh, really good, drafted in the first round this year to the Patriots, and is playing good reps up there. So what were you able to take away from from playing with him? Um, I I would say that demeanor, being physical, I would say being physical and having confidence in yourself, even if sometimes you're unsure what's going on, having confidence in yourself. So um, that's really what I took from, and I would say also his, guess leadership, his leadership style, my leadership style is different. He gets way fired up more than I do, and uh, I mean I get fired up, but it's it's scary sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, he's he, I mean, yeah, it's intense. But he's a, I mean, he's a great guy, and everybody knew, you know, when Cole said something like, "Listen," yep. so you know, just following that leadership, making sure he did everything. Everything he did right, you know, kind of say, kind of like Michael Jordan and Kobe comparison, you know, like everything he did, I kind of do. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, make, yeah, making sure I work out hard, hard. Even if, you know, at first I was scared of the way he did, because I, I mean, I'm a young guy, and like, I'm like, man, I ain't like big as him, like, in my mind at the time. And then he was like, you're bigger than me. Like, come on, dude, like, you can do this. And then here we are, doing weight. <laughs> so crazy. It's crazy you know, how it just works, man. Believe in you. That's where yeah. it started. He believed in and believing in yourself too, because like like you said, like you don't you don't you know you don't know your limits until you're kind of pushed there and you and you bounce back from it. So that's that's crazy, you know. Think about that. Um, so what about like going into this season? Like obviously successful last season, first team all conference, but now it's like kind of taking it up a notch with the amount of publicity. I'm sure you're getting, you know, people stopping you all the time and everything. So how have you able to be stay staying focused? And I mean, you're already putting together a great year thus far. Um, just, I mean, I've always been humble. Uh, regardless of how, you know, big your name gets, how big, um, I guess the arena is for you, whatever it can be, just be humble. Remember like, whatever you think you have, you know, it can be gone like this because, I mean, the opportunities we both have because, I mean, you're a successful guy too. Mm -hmm. God can take it away in a, a quick, quick hurry because, yeah, if you don't, you know, if you think you are the, the big stuff and uh, you the one that did it, we got it wrong. So just staying humble and uh, being just a team guy, you know, being a team guy that tries to pick everybody up, stay positive. I think that's what's helped us so far. And... Just keep playing. I think that's the best thing we do is keep playing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, who taught you that that mindset? Because that's kind of, you know, I'm 22 going on 23. I'm sure you're about the same age, probably 23, 24. Um, you know, that's such a you know wise beyond your years. Who who taught you that? Who kind of molded that for you? Oh, uh, my dad. My dad's a pastor here in town. Uh, he he, like I've seen him. Just he he's a great pastor. And uh, seeing him like travel to different states and everywhere like to preach, um, and all these people are like wanted his opinion. But you know, if he he told me he said if I didn't humble myself, God could took it all. And like it wasn't it, you know it was God keeping him. And he sent me son. I'm gonna I'm read it real quick. You know, my yep, go ahead, go ahead. That's my, uh, uh, my little thing. I says stay low, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will uplift you. Will lift you up. That's James chapter four verse ten. 
So he sent me that cue now my screensaver. And you know, I was you know, offensive lineman stay low. So, you know, just keep yourself humble. And uh, that's that's where it come from, man. Just just all my people around me. Yeah, I mean, like you said, man, you never know, especially playing sports like we do at such a high level. I mean, I can attest to it last year at Chattanooga. Um, yeah, I have a sprained ankle kind of, you know, derails the season, we'll say. You know, I got to play in a couple games after that, but it wasn't the same. Uh, and I mean, we were doing something special. But I mean, like you said, dude, it can just, especially in, in your sport, like, you know, one one day, you, you never know. So just being thankful for everything, it's, it's a great mindset to have. Yeah, most definitely. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. You'll Got see the success. <laughs> yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there. So, I'm sure last season, last offseason, I'm sure you had um, kind of an opportunity, as many people do now, as many athletes do, um, to kind of enter the transfer portal. Um, what was your thought? Uh, I don't know if you did or not. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but like, what was your thought of staying here, going to a bigger school? Because, you know, that's something, you know, you can see both sides of. We had, uh, I definitely, uh, during the off season, um, I don't really, I knew I wanted to enter in the portal. Uh, my coach, you know, uh, thought I was. Mm -hmm. um, I, the coach I have, he's not here anymore, but um, definitely a lot of bigger schools, like bigger opportunities. But one thing that made me stay is one, I mean, obviously I'm from here. Mm -hmm. Two though, um, it was my opportunity to lead my, the group, the offensive line group. And uh, I just wanted to have that leadership. You know, you go somewhere else and you're on somebody else's team, you know, and I'm the new guy. Nobody wants to, you know, really truly listen to you, even though you could do everything correctly and be a baller. But, um, you know, these some of these guys are like, hey, I got years here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's all about the approach. It's all about the approach. So I just like, you know, I want to be able to lead these young guys and uh, just like make, let you understand, like you can make it from where you're at. Like you ain't got to go higher than where you are to be successful. They'll find you anywhere for that. Yep, they will find you. They will find you, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I was kind of telling myself, I was kind of in the same boat um, with, with the situation. You know, obviously my coach comes down here and it's like, you know, do you go to a higher level? Do you, do you stay with your coach? What do you do? But uh, yeah, I, I firmly believe in that too. If you're if you're good enough and you're, and you're doing what you're supposed to do, they'll find you and, and you'll have that opportunity. So um, obviously you've been, you know, in the preseason, we're selected to a bunch of different watch lists, uh, Reese Senior Bowl, East-West uh, Shrine, Shrine Bowl, all kinds of different things. Uh, how did it kind of feel to be recognized amongst, you know, some of the best offensive linemen in the country? It feels great, but, you know, that's just, in my opinion, that's just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I say that because, one, any all those invites are not guaranteed. They're on watch lists. They're watching. But, you know, the thing is, I may not get an invite. So, you know, just being able to be there, you know, is a blessing and it's a great opportunity. But, you know, it, it just says, all right, they recognize you to keep playing, play harder, yep. play better, you know, fix the little things that you need each week, week in and week out. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I always try to tell people, like, the goal isn't to be the preseason whatever. It's always to be, you know, at the end of the year, to be the last man standing, to be the the best whatever player of the year, best offensive lineman, all that stuff. Um, there was one more um, award I wanted to bring up with, uh, I think you were a finalist for it last year, the Doris Robinson Award. Um, it looked like it was kind of a, 
an award for like an on and off the field type thing. And I noticed you do a lot of work in the community and, you know, in Chattanooga, I think you were a tutor. How are you able to, to kind of have that much free time and how are you able to help out the community so much? Um, there, I guess, you know, I pop out, pop in and here and there. I think the spring starts it really. Yeah. The spring throughout the summer. Um, during the summer, after football workouts, I do, um, some days it's summer bridge, but mostly I spend my time working at the YMCA with the, mm-hmm. the small kids, the five, uh, five to seven. <laughs> you, know, so you know how difficult that could be. <laughs> but, you know, they see me as a big old, like, teddy bear. So, yeah. you know, just... They listen at that age. They listen to anything you say. You know, they they soak up everything and just being able to help like some of those kids that may not have it as great as I did, just help them like have that positive mindset. Because I mean, you never know what kids deal with at home. You might be their only, you know, source of um, I guess you would say happiness at home. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like being yeah. So you know, you never know. So you just want to treat all those kids, love all on those kids as much as you can. You know, let them know like, hey. You can be, you know, like someone finally figured out I play football. Uh, so they were like, you play football? I was like, yeah, I play football. <laughs> I'm not just so, this big for no reason. Yeah, they just, they were like, Put it to right. work. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I see some of them, which is funny. I saw one of the kids uh, in, where I was at, Publix downtown, or actually Walmart. And uh, her and her mom was like, hey. I was like, hey, they call me, uh, funny thing is, they call me Mr. Soley. <laughs> Where's that come from? <laughs> They came from Monsters Inc. The oh, big okay. Oh yeah, 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 Mr. Sully. <laughs> oh yeah. So like that's what they called me, and it was just you know I'm like, you know they can only call me that. You know I love the kids. I love seeing them smile. So that's yeah. just how I give you know the opportunity. Somebody gave it to me to get yep. me where I'm at. So you know just why not pass it forward? Yeah, my my mom's a, a kindergarten teacher. So shout out to all the teachers out there doing doing work with the the youngins because that's not easy work, but uh. Doing, doing the Lord's work for sure. Um, and, and I always think about it like when I was a kid in high school or college kid came in to talk to us, it meant so much. Like you might not even know him, but like just having a, a basically an older brother, it seemed like coming in and talk to you, like it meant so much. So, you know, it's really cool that you can keep giving back to the community. And, you know, it feels like people here, everybody's talking about McClendon Curtis. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows yourself. Uh, it's been awesome catching up with you, dude. Uh, you know, I kind of leave you with this last question. Um, I think I think everybody's gonna really enjoy this one. Uh, I feel like I feel like you got some some UTC people gonna be loving this one. Uh, they love <laughs> UTC people. They love their football, man. That's what they thing do. I they love they love basketball too. Y'all got to get on. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll get some stuff rolling then. Um, so before we get to the last question, I want to ask you like, what are your kind of off field? Uh, hobbies and stuff. We were talking a little bit before about some cooking and stuff. What, what, uh, what you got for me? Uh, obviously, man. We talked about the cooking. Um, traveling. I love to travel when I get mm-hmm. the opportunity. Uh, well, before I started playing as much as I do now, I would take uh, like if they didn't take freshmen, I would just take like a little weekend trip by myself. There you go. Go shopping the sun. You know, buy some little nice Nike stuff. <laughs> so, you know, that's the only place you can get my shoes. So do yeah. that. Um, I guess you would say um, spending time with family is, you know, most important yeah. to me. Yeah. Having that having that good time with maybe my brothers or, you know, my little sister, me and my little sister share the same birthday. So yeah. That's that's Sweet. the lit part. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, and I think uh, you know, I think 
I love talking to, you know, all different times of people, but I think offensive linemen are, are some of the best people. You know, they're just humble, good dudes that just get work done. Um, and I think somewhere in a different universe, I think I, I, think I am an offensive lineman. Because growing up, I was always a center. Um, so up, up until about high school, when I was, I realized I was too tall for that. But, uh, you know, I like to think I'm honorary offensive lineman with y'all boys. So I appreciate all the work the offensive linemen do. Hey, look, if you want to, I'll let, I'll let you know when we have that O-line dinner if you want to come join the plan. We <laughs> yeah, eat, I'm we sure we got some food. good food out there. Look, we eat once a week. You go to this week, I pick a new restaurant. That's our there tradition. You go. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we'll have to set something up. We'll have to set something up. So I'll leave you with the last question. Uh, you know, what's kind of next? What are we hoping to do after this season? Uh, God says the same, you know, go to NFL. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, that ain't the plan. I got another plan. I'm be yep. right there working at UTC. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. You uh, you got a bright future ahead of you. You got uh, you know, a couple degrees. It looks like you you were just working uh, on and off the on and off the field. So I, uh, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast with me, bro. No, I appreciate you. I need to get my one on one. You know, I can't. I- <laughs> I can get my I maybe get one on one. You being seasonal, it ain't it ain't right. Yeah, we'll we'll go in the spring or something. We'll get something worked out. So hey, I can't let you, you get into that flow, but appreciate you. <laughs> that was the McClendon Curtis interview. Uh, just an awesome dude. Awesome, awesome catch up with uh, another chat football guy. Uh, and hopefully we can get him back on later. Later, uh, you know, as they go on into the season, I think they're gonna have a very good year on top of what they've already done. So. You know, awesome to catch up with him and appreciate him for joining us. So with that being said, joined here as always as our two reoccurring guests, the boys. The boys. Rave and Cam. What's happening, fellas? Not big, big week of football. Big weekend. Oh, what, yeah. what weekend isn't a big weekend for football, though? They're all big. Yeah, they're all big. Uh, so let's go ahead. Let's get it started. Um, yeah, let's start. Outside of football, let's start with college hoops. We had uh, the first practice get underway for the mocks and the rest of the NCAA. Uh, definitely excited about what's to come here. I think we have a lot of lot of potential. Um, I don't know. What are you guys most excited for this year? Yeah, I think uh, just being able to watch you guys play. You know, I've seen a little bit of you guys play, and uh, it's definitely intriguing. Brave. I just want. I just want to get out of football mode and finally get into basketball mode. Blow the stink off. Get off the couch. Get into the arena. Get some air blowing. That's what I like. Inside I think, sport. I think the the Mountaineers look promising too. Hoke's got a lot of good things to say about them boys up there in Morgantown. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. Now, don't get your hopes up about WVU sports, man. <laughs> don't. Come on now. Don't get that far. Come on we've, now. we've learned this throughout our, our childhood. Why not? Yeah. That BT game didn't mean anything to you? Yeah, I mean, let's get right into it with college football. Um, West Virginia beats Virginia Tech. Another Thursday night game for the boys. Love Thursdays. Loving Thursdays. Love I'm kind of liking this. What is this, one of three? We have one more I'm, left. We got one more left. left. I'm kind of digging this. It gives me something to look forward to in the in – the, you know, midweek lull here, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, but they, they beat Virginia Tech. They take home the Black Diamond Trophy. And it was it was a good game. I, it was a good game, but I I thought they beat them pretty handily. I thought West Virginia was the better team throughout the game. I know it got a little little hairy there, but I think West Virginia was the better team uh, the whole way. Yeah. 
I mean, you know me, just being antsy watching the game. Not not a fun person to watch West Virginia sports with. Any sports team that I like, it should just be in a room by myself with a lot of pillows and stuff. But other than that, came out with a big dub. Came out with a big W. JT Daniels is looking good, boys. I, I like JT Daniels a lot. Good. He, he, yeah, he's a good. player. That's a good. Um, outside of the WVU game, you know, we're watching football all the time. And this one really caught our eye. Obviously, JMU is a is a close team to kind of our hometown. Only probably what an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Um, and so we're always kind of watching them. And, and they played the boys at, at Vibe U at uh, App <laughs> State. The Fighting Luke Combs, as Cam calls them. <laughs> you knew something crazy was going to happen. You just knew it. Always something with that. And I think you knew it exactly when they went down 28 to 3. Like, that's the score that <laughs> if you get down 28 to 3, there's like a 70% chance you're going to win the game. Tom Brady acted. Jim, you got down. You did. Yeah. 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 App State was up 28 3 early. And uh, in App State fashion, craziness, a uh, big comeback for the Dukes. 29 was, unanswered. 29 unanswered, 32 28's final. Yep. Yeah, they, that, that game just got crazier and crazier as it went on. Some are saying that App State cannot play in a normal college football game. It has to be something crazy going on. And, uh, you know, they they have a lot of good things rolling still. But, hey, some people are saying rank the Dukes. Rank the Dukes. Put them in there. Rank them. You know how we are, man. We're die, <laughs> we're die easy here. It's a Sun Belt. It's the we're, hardest conference in football. We are die easy, man. If, if one team falls off one week, we'll move on pretty quickly. So this week... Our vibe U is JMU, so keep going, boys. Uh, you know, love love seeing the teams close to home get the things done. Uh, you know, now kind of our close to home team, Tennessee. Tennessee handled the business this weekend, and Knoxville was rocking, Rocky Top, baby. Been singing it all week. <laughs> Been singing it all week. College game day in town, you know, that's a huge win anytime they're around. Um, huge win for them for the Volunteers over the Gators there. Yeah, I mean. The orange, what's what's the word for the orange? What do we call it? The sexy orange. The sexy, sexy orange, orange. Was, it was jumping. The checker, the checker with the sexy orange is just a good look up there. You know, I, did people overreact to Florida's win over uh, Utah week one? Because they haven't showed us much since then. You're a Utah guy, though. You I love think Utah's Utah. good. Cam's man. a U. You Cam's a U. Good. You're, you're <laughs> also a Richardson fan, though, too. Yeah. A Richardson? Yeah, yeah I mean, he, Florida's group quarterback's a dog. He got a little Cam Newton in him right But now. I've been quoted as saying, if West Virginia sports fell off, I would be a Tennessee volunteer fan. Uh, I, I like thought, I thought I like you were going to say Utah. Man. I thought he was going to say Utah no, fan. No, 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 I thought he was going to no, no, say no, Utah fan. I think they're all right. We can't have that. you You got to ship out West. Yeah, that's too close to home, dude. <laughs> that's way too close. The boys from back, like the so boys similar. from back home are gonna hate that. They're so hate similar. Man. Rob's not gonna be A lot of people are not gonna. West like Virginia that. people hate Tennessee people for some reason. <laughs> we don't know why, but they do. don't get it. I feel like we're just too um, similar. So let's finish off here with the college football talk. Um, we've been saying how stout Georgia's defense is, and all of a sudden this little school. Kent State rolls in there and hangs 22 on them. I, I think it's worth mentioning uh, the Bulldogs kind of had their quote-unquote toughest game of the year, although they still almost won by 20. Um, so Georgia, team to obviously keep an eye on. But they give up 22 points to a Kent State Kent State team. So uh, that's interesting. Interesting stat there for you. Uh, moving on to baseball. 
baseball's been hot. I feel like we gotta we gotta talk about it. It's what we do. We're a relevant sports podcast, the number one sports podcast. Some would say. Some, not everybody. <laughs> um, pool holes hit seven hundred. I mean, that's he's one of what three, four people to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's you know dominant player. He's we've grown up with him, so it's cool to see him kind of finally reach that milestone. The other milestone that's obviously being talked about, Aaron Judge, who stuck on sixty and. Yeah. Not gonna get there. Everyone's just walking him. Yeah, I love doing? it. I love it. I mean, just keep walking him. Oh, I think I just heard he just hit it. No, I'm kidding. That would be crazy <laughs> if he did that. Live reaction. No, Aaron Judge. You know, we on this podcast, I feel like we have a jinx going where we kind of bring you up, and then you do the opposite of what we say. So knowing what we said this, he'll probably hit another home run too. Don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> and, and you know we love the postseason baseball. It is coming quick. Uh, so we'll be we'll be watching that as well as. NFL and college football, as we always do. So going into the NFL, branching into that, uh, you know, let's kind of recap our marquee games. I think we had a down week, um, although I believe we Someone all picked. Said. I think, you know, let's get right to the to our group game. I think we all picked the Broncos. Mm-hmm. In in a close game, we all picked the Broncos. Broncos. We didn't predict eleven to ten. No, not necessarily. <laughs> but. I don't think anyone in the world predicted 11. That is an interesting score there. I can't believe that's not a score comedy, but it is what it is. So the Broncos get the W there. Uh, they're somehow 2-1. and one. And if you watch that game, um, I really feel bad for you because it was just a waste of time. <laughs> it was a rough game. Was, Thanks, it was man. rough. Appreciate it was, yeah. it was <laughs> a waste of time. I wish they can give that back to you. I felt like I was back in the preseason. I felt like I was back in the preseason watching football. Pee-wee football. Hey, but Russ, man, Russ gets the job done. Did you hear him? He shouted out that he said, let's ride at yeah, the end. Yeah. That was he was a cornball. Hang 11, 11 points, let's ride. <laughs> Love seeing it. So then I'll get into my marquee matchup. Uh, it was Colts-Chiefs. I had it being a close one. I had the Chiefs winning. Uh, obviously, at the end of the day, the Colts come out tw- on top 20-17. to 17. Uh, So I missed there. But, uh, you know, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be a good game. But, hey, the, the, the Colts get it done and are in the wing column 1-1-1. and Yeah, that was a stunner. Stunner game in Indianapolis there. Uh, wasn't, wouldn't expect the Colts to pull that one out. Glad they glad they did, though. They needed a win. Yeah, yeah. I just said they needed it more. <laughs> they needed to win more, especially in that division, which, I mean, it's always up for grabs. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. There's one team that's sneaking up on everybody, but... We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, they scored a touchdown with, what, a minute left? And it Take the lead. Sealed the deal. Almost through that last-second pick, man. Yeah. That's crazy. A couple games ended in picks this week, if I like. Yeah. And touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, my marquee matchup game, you know, I don't want to rub it in too much here, but I was the only one to get my game correct. <laughs> uh, you know, Titans beat the Raiders. And I do believe I predicted a big day for Adams and Henry. However, you know, maybe they didn't have the statistical big, big games, but they both did score a touchdown. So I'll, I'll claim I spoke that into existence. You want too. extra points? Yeah, come on. Give me, give, me a plus, give me a plus two. Give me half. Come on. A bonus. Yeah. So we go. All right. Now, my marquee game of the week was Buffalo at Miami. I predicted Buffalo to win. By two touchdowns, 38 to 24. And you're a Dolphins fan, can't you? Uh, <laughs> we. 
I'm a weird, I'm a weird, weird. guy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan. But uh, uh, Cam had the the terrible duty of sitting there and watching that game with me. And that, was, and that, it, was, that was treacherous, <laughs> dude. That was bad. And the Dolphins somehow win by two, but there, we had a lot of things going on in this game. We had two is back, which was his head the whole time. <laughs> Looked like he fought Mike Tyson. Stumbling. Then we had wobbly legs. Then we had the first butt punt I've ever seen in my life. First one ever. Which, which was, yeah, you ever seen a butt punt? Nah, Off your own teammate through the back of the end zone for a safety. How was I like after that play? Jeez, I don't know. You were giving me nerve. You were making me get into the game. I really didn't even care that much. But it was it was just fascinating to watch. Um, the Bills ran 90 offensive plays, and the Dolphins ran 39 offensive plays. Incredible. So there's that for you. Josh, Sabermetrics. Josh Allen, man. Josh Allen. Josh Allen going to Never Josh beat Allen. the Dolphins again. Dude, I will say, though. 63 he, won- passes. he wanted to win that game like uh, bad. Like yeah. you could just tell. And yeah. I think he set out like just to that, go undefeated yeah. this year. I, that felt like that was his goal. And uh, I, I just like how much he cared. Yeah, I did too. I still think the Bills are way better. I mean, they were injured. Yeah. Not way better. You know, it's just, <laughs> a not, little not better. way better. A little They're better. a little we'll better. Go a little Maybe better. Maybe just a smidge. No, we'll go a little better. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Um, so then we'll take it into the to the other games that we saw that we want to talk about. Um, starting with, as Raven said, the Jags. Jags are Dougie low-key P. a team. Dougie P. Doug Peterson up there. <laughs> T-Law, the right. Dougie P. T-Law kind of looks legit. So they uh, get another big win. I mean, they're just looking good. They look good. They're kind of a team. First time since they went to, was it the AFC Championship? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a weird year. Blake Bortles. Yeah, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Man, so. they, they smoked the Chargers. Like, yeah. yeah. I think that, that was, like, more disappointing of the Chargers. I don't know. And they were I down. Know they were down. Herbert was out there. They were, yeah. Herbert, they were down four scores. Herbert have been out there. Herbert was still out there, which was strange to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, it's, it's interesting. But uh, I still take the Chargers. I think they're a good team. They'll bounce back. No problem. Um, a team that had no problem bouncing back. I mean, not coming off a, a loss or anything, but they just looked amazing week after week so far. The Eagles. Are they contenders? Oh, for sure. I think they're a top three team right now. Top for three? Sure contenders. Just we, like contenders. weirdly good. Contenders, not commanders. No, not the Commanders. No, not the Commanders. Number not one pick the in the draft, right, yeah. Jake? Number one pick in the draft. <laughs> they, they need a quarterback because I don't know what Wentz oh, is doing. Oh, come on. One week. <laughs> one week. One week. <laughs> one down week. One week. But, uh, no, you know, welcome back, Devontae Smith. He looked good. It is what it is. And, you know, I mean, that'll lead right into my marquee matchup here. Um, I got the Jags and the Eagles play each other in Philly this weekend. I love that game. It's a great game. You stole that game from me. It's a big one. Hey, I asked permission. Stole it. This I'm calling this one the Show Me Game. Um, show Me State. Yeah. What state is that? It's Missouri. Missouri. Show, show me. me State. I think. Show I mean, me how it's done. I don't want to be called out if I'm wrong, but I think it's Missouri. Uh, you know, with their rattle of the Chargers last week, Jags are coming off their biggest win since Blake Bortles was under center. Uh, like Jake said in the AFC Championship, crazy times. Uh, seems like everyone on our team is performing on all their weapons. They got receivers. They got two running backs. James Trevor Robinson. Lawrence. Dog. 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 <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, it, even their defense, giving up 10 points the last two games is impressive and two big wins. Yeah, um, And I think this game's a great chance for them to show that they're ready to be a playoff team if they are. Uh, and then the Eagles, on the other hand, are one of the only two undefeated teams remaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, they've looked like the best team in the league to this point. Sorry, Rave. Dolphins are the other undefeated team. Mm-hmm. Um, Hertz is doing it all, but really succeeding as a passer this year as opposed to other years, it seems like. Uh, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown are proving to be the big weapons that can take this team to the next level. Uh, and that's why this is my marquee matchup game of the week. I think the Jags take an early lead, maybe even in half, but the Eagles get it done at home. Uh, they score the last two scores of the game, and I think they come out 31-21 on the top, up by 10. Not bad, not bad. I can't fault you. I think Devontae Smith is a guy. I think A.J. Brown's a guy, and I love that team. I love that team. They're going to be good. I'm not sure I love them more than James Robinson, but I respect the pick. So I'll go ahead with my marquee matchup. Uh, trying to get on the board this week, uh, and I'll go Vikings Saints. This one's going to be interesting, boys. We might have a lot of turnovers. Who that? We might have a lot of turnovers. We might have a lot of points. Um, I think one thing's for certain: that ball is going to be getting slung all over the field. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins is going to be throwing it. James Winston is going to be throwing it. The Lord knows who. Yeah, both teams, <laughs> yeah, both, both ways. Both teams. Both ways. Defense going to have a lot of catches. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah, if you're if you're watching that game on the couch, you just got to have your hands ready because you don't have. And I think there are some points scored in this game. I think the final goes to the Vikings, thirty to twenty-four. Rave, finish me. <laughs> uh, I'll wrap it up here. <laughs> Good one. Oh, all right, man. <laughs> My marquee matchup for next week is come on, let me get it together. Uh, I have Buffalo at Baltimore. All time pause moment right there. All time pause. And I've again picked another tough matchup where it could go either way. Even though I didn't feel like that was the situation for last week's pick. Uh, Josh Allen versus Lamar MVP race, which is very intriguing. First Lamar, two Lamar, yeah. First two. First two. Nah, no, two. He'll make it like four more games. I feel wobbly, like. wobbly two is undefeated. <laughs> but yeah, I think Lamar's playing maybe the best he's ever played. Maybe a hot take. He won the MVP a couple years ago. Um, injuries on both sides. It happens. It's football. Contact sport. It's going to happen. Football. I think whoever's most healthy has has the edge. And I have grown major annoyance toward Josh Allen over the past maybe three days. I, I just, I still like him. He's just very annoying to me. My theory is it's only because he's the best player in the league. Yeah, you know, those players are annoying. Like, Tom Brady was annoying for what, since I've been alive. Yeah. So, yeah, I have that. I mean, I think it's going to be a great, great ball game, but I do have the Ravens winning at home. 31 to 30. Hey. Justin Tucker, game winning field goal. Hey. Hot take. That. Hot take. JT, the boy getting it done, man. JT is a legend. Um, bonus points if he, if he does that. Yeah, that's that point. might be bonus, bonus points. points. Oh, come on. You get bonus points. I can't get bonus points for the touchdown Adams score. Touchdown come score. on, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, dude. Uh, Justin Tucker kicked in the game. That'd be pretty big bonus points. Big bonus. Five. Um, so let's go into the uh, catching fire game of the week. Uh, let's go. We were talking about this one. Let's go Chiefs Bucks. And uh, let's all make a prediction here. My personal prediction 
I think the Chiefs will drop two in a row. Ooh, I think Brady bounces back off a rough week. Rough um, three weeks. Rough three weeks. <laughs> and I think the Bucks win 28-24. to 24. Okay. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. I thought I was going out on a limb here. Um, yeah, Kansas City coming off a bad loss to, the, to a desperate Colts team. Uh, Tampa Bay is struggling to score this year. Tom just doesn't look himself. Uh, I think it'd be easy to pick the Chiefs in this one. However, I'm not. I'm also going Bucks. Uh, I think this stifling Buccaneers defense keeps Mahomes at bay in Tampa Bay. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is the game Tom rallies the troops, and I think they score four touchdowns or more. The Bucks. Yes. 34-27. Defense. No, 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 no. Just the Bucks. Like, uh, they're offensive, though. Yeah, no. 34-27 Bucks. They are getting healthier. This That's week. a lot of points, dude. It's a lot of points. It's Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes. Um, I'm just, I'm glad I picked opposite here. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs, 28 to 20, because Tom Brady is old, and not himself anymore. <laughs> old, decrepit. And it's a bounce back game for Mahomes. I don't know the the stats on this, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't lose two games in a row often. Dude, trust me. So yeah, dude, dude, trust me. That's my source. <laughs> Sources. Sources. 28 to 20, Chiefs. That's it. And that's, and that's what that's we got to say about that. That's all I got. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Miller. Shout out. Now, um, once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. That'll do our, our recap for the week. Um, let's go into everybody's favorite segment. Let's go Catching Fires. Cam, you want to start me up? I'll start it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll stay in Tampa Bay, actually. Um, my Catching Fire this week is knowing what's important to you. Uh, Hurricane Whoa. Ian set to touch in Tampa Bay on Wednesday. Uh, it's the first major storm in 100 years for the for the area. Uh, surges of up to 10 feet of water expected in Tampa and other areas expected 2 to 8 feet. And kind of crazy to me, I was reading the water damage uh, has more potential than the winds that come with the storm, too. Um, I just can't imagine the uncertainty of leaving my hometown and knowing that it probably won't be the same uh, the next time I get back there. Uh, so my thoughts and prayers are out with the peoples and families that will be affected by it. And uh, I hope that everyone gets not only themselves to safety, but also what's important to them. That's great, dude. Whoa. Just saying. That was Just great. Saying. I, had to I stay love in that. Tampa. No, I love that. Stay in Tampa. Ray, do you want to you run it? Yeah, I will. I'm going to stay on the, the football side of things here. And my catching fire of the week is fantasy football GMs. Ooh. Yeah. Millions. Billions. Billions, even. yeah. Not a hot start for me. I don't know where I'm going to get points or anything. I know everyone's looking to trade, pick up their players, but it's rough for some people out here right now. Slim pickings. Slim pickings. <laughs> Slim pickings. You know, at the beginning of the season when you draft, you think your team's the best. Everyone thinks their team's the best. And I'm three weeks in, and I'm getting throttled. <laughs> week in, week out. Can't score 100 points. PPR. <laughs> Can't score 100 points. Oh, boy. I don't know what's happening. But I, I'm thinking about my, my fellow dwellers of fantasy football. <laughs> two very good catching fires. Two very good catching fires. Very different ones, we'll say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'll I'll keep it um, different. I'll go outside the box. I'll go outside the, 
the atmosphere and take it up into space. And let's go with NASA pulling off a total Armageddon type move here to send a, a satellite into a, an asteroid and knock it off its course. Basically, we're just running through target practice here as if this may ever happen. Oh, we're um, yeah. We're, we're safe. Was out, it successful? So Shout out USA. It was successful. Was I saw it? a sick video of it. It was, it was awesome. I saw the Will Smith meme where he smashed his rock in the face. It's what we do. So that was cool to see. A uh, little bonus catching fire. Bad toilet paper. Bad toilet paper. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, Rave, come on. Dude. We're not, not sending, we're not sending not, Rave to the yeah. store for toilet paper Good. ever again. We sent Rave to the store for toilet paper. One ply wonder. <laughs> I think it was half a ply. Dude, I don't even think it was one ply. Yeah, it is, it's always double ply season. That's, that's yeah. on me. It was, it was <laughs> a half a ply. But, uh, you know, we're making it through. We, we're doing the best of what we got. So... <laughs> Uh, as always, that'll wrap it up. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, drop that five stars. Subscribe. Do all that good stuff uh, that all the bigger podcasts tell you to do. And that I'm not sure why we need to do it. But hey, go ahead and do it for us. Um, you know, we appreciate you for tuning in. Tune in next week. Another special guest coming at you. And peace. Peace.